Welcome to ReachMD. This medical industry feature, titled Innovative Nutritional Intervention, a science-based approach to supporting metabolic health, is supported by El Nutra and is intended for healthcare professionals. Here's your host, Dr. Jennifer Caudill. The obesity epidemic is now recognized as a global chronic disease with significant metabolic consequences. And even with all of medicine's modern advances, should we be turning to fasting, a long-time healing tradition, to promote metabolic health? This is ReachMD, and I'm your host, Dr. Jennifer Caudill. Joining me to discuss a new regimen is Dr. Joanna Mitri, who's an endocrinologist at Jocelyn Diabetes Center. She's also a clinical instructor at Harvard Medical School. And we also have Dr. Puya Shafapur, a primary care physician and attending physician at St. John Hospital in Santa Monica, California. Dr. Mitri and Dr. Shafapur, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for having us. Happy to be here. Absolutely. Well, I'm, I'm really excited to have you both. So to start us off, Dr. Mitri, could you define fasting and describe the different forms of fasting and how they could benefit our patients? Yeah. As you know, fasting has been part of human evolution. Unlike our ancestors, people now eat three large meals per day with snacking in between. Our human ancestors were occupied with looking for food. So as a species, we are here because of our body's ability to adapt during times when energy or food is scarce. Mm -hmm. Many religions of the world use fasting as part of their spiritual ritual. When people go for routine blood work, they are often instructed to fast prior to coming in. So what does fasting mean? In simple terms, it means not eating for a period of time. There's overnight fast, and this is where the word breakfast comes from, meaning to break one's overnight's fast. Let's start with the term intermittent fasting, which is very popular these days. It's an umbrella term for various fasting modalities, which involves complete or partial 24-hour restriction done one or more times per week. Intermittent means irregular intervals, and it's not steady or continuous. Intermittent fasting has gained a lot of popularity recently, and there has been an increased interest in learning more about it. I think of intermittent fasting as a way of eating that focuses more on when you eat rather than what you eat. In humans, the three most widely studied intermittent fasting regimens are one, the alternate day fasting, two, what we call the five to two intermittent fasting. This means that you would fast two days each week um, and that this, uh, during those days you typically consume about 500 calories and you do them on a non-consecutive days. Uh, and, uh, and lastly, uh, you have the daily time-restricted feeding, which is the most common type. Most people refer to this type of fasting when they use the term intermittent fasting. In a nutshell, people eat during a window of time throughout the day, anywhere between 8 to 8, 12 hours, and then they would refrain from eating or fasting during the other time. Note that some of that time would include sleeping. There's also the prolonged or periodic fasting. Typically, this involves water fasting, where people only drink water for anywhere from two to five days, 
but this form is quite dangerous and should only be done in a supervised setting. At the end of the day, these plans help people to become more aware and mindful about the frequency of their eating and how much their food intake is impulse-driven and unrelated to hunger. As you stated at the top of the interview, diseases of excess are the top causes of death globally. So I see this shift in meal timing and then allowing the body time to rest from digestion as a good thing. The good news is that there are numerous studies being conducted around the world looking at various fasting modalities and its impact on the body and the health. Dr. Mitri, thank you so much for that. That was excellent. Um, so now that we understand the various fasting methods, I'd, I'd really like to dive into the newest approach to fasting, uh, which is the fasting mimicking diet. So Dr. Shafrapur, we're going um, to go to you now. How does this nutritional intervention compare to the ones described by Dr. Mitri? So the fasting mimicking diet, or for short FMD, was created by Dr. Walter Longo at the University of Southern California's Longevity Institute. Based on years of observing and studying eating and physical activity patterns of people in centenarian regions, or uh, so-called blue zones, uh, where many people live to be at least 100 years old or more. What they've noticed that uh, these people all have in common is that they eat predominantly plant-based food, and they do not consume excessive amounts of animal-based protein. And they do all some type of fasting a few times a year. FMD was developed to allow consumers to reap the benefits of water fasting while being nourished with plant-based food and precise macro and micronutrient contents that does not really turn on the nutrient-sensing pathways of the body. So patients can avoid the burden and dangers of conventional water fasting. Now let's discuss these nutrient-sensing pathways. Uh, there's usually three uh, uh, nutrient-sensing pathways in the body. One of them is called the protein kinase A, or PKA pathway, which is typically activated by glucose. And there's also IGF-1 and mTOR, which are activated by protein and amino acids. So earlier in his career, Dr. Longo was studying the impacts of prolonged fasting or water fasting on longevity. And, but he faced difficulty recruiting and keeping study participants, obviously. Uh, so he developed the FMD out of desire and need to make prolonged fasting more doable by allowing study participants consume foods with specific macronutrient breakdown that is not recognized the body because the food typically goes under the nutrient sensing pathways uh, radar in the body. So the FMD was developed by the researchers at USC as a result of uh, over $30 million in grant, from uh, some of which was from NIH and NIA. And uh, as of now, it's the only patented nutritional program for longevity and health span. So how does FMD work? It works by providing specific plant-based foods and micro and micronutrient contents and ratios that put the body in a physiologic and molecular and cellular fast. Typically, it's a five-day diet, and it's, uh, the first day is about 1,100 calories, and then it follows by 800 calories uh, or less the rest of the days. And people are typically eating foods like soups, uh, nut-based bars, olives, and some teas. Mm -hmm. But the body senses these as fasting. 
because of the low protein content, low carbohydrate content, and also with the very low calorie content of food, mm -hmm. which as discussed before, does not trigger any type of nutrient sensing pathways. It's convenient for patients because they're eating food, but uh, also it's convenient for the body that's resting and is in a fasting state. So, you know, tell us now that you described the, the process, how does the body actually react during these five days? So on day one, the body gradually transitions into a fasting state and it starts going into fat burning state, typically end of day one, beginning of day two. And also we see some intracellular uh, process called autophagy, which is uh, auto means self, phagy means eat. So basically the body starts dismantling uh, old and worn out intracellular components and repurposes them for other uses mm -hmm. and uh, almost like the body starts recycling and cleaning itself. And on day three, the recycling continues uh, and people sometimes reach fat burning or ketotic state, although for different people, uh, this would be different. Mm -hmm. And then we have autophagy continuing day four and five. Uh, and day six, typically people transition to a normal diet that they were on before. But what we see uh, clinically in people is that after going through this uh, five days of fasting mimicking, they typically improve their eating habits and they don't necessarily go to an unhealthy diet, uh, especially because they see some weight loss, they see some decrease in abdominal fat, fat waist circumference, mm -hmm. and they typically do not feel like they're losing uh, any type of lean uh, body mass. Mm -hmm. Other things that people uh, usually report as improved focus, energy, better relationship with food, and a sense of pride and achievement. Mm -hmm. Also, what I've seen in patients is that re they really have this uh, sense of pride that they could survive on so little food and uh, five days um, um, and we typically recommend people do the diet at least uh, once a month for three months and then periodically uh, depending on their goals and uh, health condition. What we've seen in clinical uh, trials uh, and studies after three consecutive methods of the FMD five days a month for three months in a row is that about uh, approximately six pounds of body uh, weight loss. Also, people have reported, uh, reported abdominal and visceral fat loss. Uh, we've seen that with uh, measuring the body fat, also the waist circumference, and also the other markers such as uh, systolic blood pressure has gone down, the, the, a lot of the inflammatory markers go down. And uh, people have been able to maintain a very healthy levels of the insulin-like growth factor one or IGF-1. Mm -hmm. Also, as mentioned before, they get a lot of emotional benefits and better relationship with food, and they're able to break the, uh, some of the food impulses and addiction. Uh, and as a result, they uh, have a sense of pride after finishing this. In terms of clinical studies, there's about 49 clinical studies that are planned and ongoing and or near completion in the United States, okay. Europe, uh, that are studying the effects of FMD in a number of conditions such as diabetes, cancer, and also several autoimmune disorders. So Dr. Shafapur, I think we need to talk about what evidence there is to support the regimen you just discussed. So can you review the science uh, behind the fasting mimicking diet or FMD and what makes this method work? 
So in a randomized control study of 100 subjects by Min Wei, published in Science Transitional Medicine in uh, 2017, participants who completed the three monthly rounds of FMD had reductions in IGF-1 and systolic blood pressure, and also they lost an average of five pounds, and uh, we also noticed reductions of abdominal adiposity, waist circumference, and preservation of lean body mass. Also, they were most participants were able to maintain these benefits for three months post-completion of the FMD. Great. And looking at this on the other side, Dr. Mitri, let's come back to you. Are there potential risks that are associated with these nutritional interventions that our listeners really should be communicating with their patients? Yeah, absolutely. First, the majority of clinical studies have focused mainly on overweight young and middle-aged adults. Mm. Uh, but despite the evidence for the health benefits of intermittent fasting, there are certainly some impediments to the widespread adoption of intermittent fasting as a long-term way of eating. Some people may experience hunger, irritability, and a reduced ability to concentrate during periods of food restriction. These happen typically during the initial period within one month, but they do subside after that. So we need to learn more about the long-term benefits of uh, this way of eating. But we also hear of extreme forms of fasting. So it is important that we take the opportunity to remind ourselves and our patients about safer ways to try fasting. Some of those risks associated with these extreme versions of fasting or abstaining from food may be gallstones, passing out, hypoglycemia, dehydration, and so on. Excellent. Um, and lastly, Dr. Shafapur, are there any contraindications across patient populations that we really should be aware of? And also, what types of activities should be avoided during fasting or, or using uh, while using the fasting mimicking diet? So we usually uh, do not recommend doing the fasting mimicking diet for children under 18, okay. women are pregnant or nursing individuals who are allergic to nuts and soy, which is a part of the diet. Uh, also underweight individuals, body mass index under 18 is our limit. Um, the other people that we usually recommend against it is people with serious health conditions and illnesses, unless we have approval from their a physician. Also, people that feel very weak or by certain diseases, um, uh, anyone who's on prescription medications, we usually, again, need to review the medications with their physicians, uh, especially people on diabetic medications, hypertensive medications, metformin, insulin, um, uh, that we need, to, we need to talk to their physician to make sure uh, we have a regimen for, uh, for them while they're on fasting. We also uh, uh, do not recommend fasting uh, for individuals with particular metabolic diseases such as those affecting gluconeogenesis. Mm -hmm. uh, the other individuals would be people with uh, congestive heart failure, especially uh, New York Heart Association grade two or uh, more uh, that have ejection fraction less than 40%, uh, patient with history of syncope or fainting, and also uh, calorie restriction other co uh, that can be significantly affected by calorie restrictions. Mm -hmm. Also, there are certain dietary uh, needs that people have that might uh, be incompatible with the FMD meal plan. The other group would be people with liver or kidney disorders uh, that can be affected by low glucose or protein content of the diet. 
uh, that are uh, contraindicated for. In terms of activities, uh, this is a form of fasting. So this right. is a form that puts the body in a state of fasting. So any type of intense physical activity, one of the popular ones right now is high intensity interval training. Mm -hmm. that a lot of people right. participate, so we don't recommend that because of, again, risk of syncope. But uh, regular uh, light cardio activities such as walking, gardening, light yoga are things that um, uh, are allowed and recommended during the fasting. Excellent, excellent. Well, those are all really great things for us to keep in mind. Uh, unfortunately, however, we're all out of time here, so I, I'd really like to thank my guests, Dr. Joanna Mitri and uh, Dr. Puya Shapapur, for helping us really better understand the fasting-mimicking diet. It was really great having you both on the program. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This program was sponsored by El Nutra. If you missed any part of this discussion, visit ReachMD.com slash Medical Industry Feature. This is ReachMD. Be part of the knowledge.